Flamed Aleph of Ter'er. We're starting from the beginning of Parshas Miketz at the end of Taflamed. The Pasuk says that it was at the end of two years of Yosef being in prison, and Pari had a dream. So now this Pasuk at the beginning of Miketz is continuing from the end of Parshas Vayeshev, where it says that the uh, butler who was freed from jail based on Yosef's prediction and ex- explanation of his dream. Nevertheless, he forgot about Yosef. And then immediately afterwards it says, and it was at the end. And there's 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 a connection, obviously, between the end of Parshas Vayeshev and the beginning of Miketz spiritually as well. The concept is that just as we have an evil pare and an evil butler, so, so too we have the spiritual idea of pare and the spiritual idea of butler in a positive way, in holiness. Now, every person has within himself the four elements of Eshroch, Mayim Afar, that he has the fiery aspect of himself, like Tanya says, that's the source of anger and arrogance, and then uh, Ruach, uh, the air, which is hollow, floaty, uh, without substance, mayim, which is related to pleasure, and offer, which is related to earthiness, laziness, and depression. Now, the main place of the fire within a person's personality is in the heart, whereas the place of uh, cool water is in the mind in the sense that water is uh, cold, and it sticks together. And that's the like intellect, which is called it's, uh, it's subjective and it can put together ideas. Now, what, hap- what happens is that the uh, lungs bring the, uh, the cool wetness of the mind to the heart and therefore they cool down the heart from its uh, passion, which could sometimes be too much. And the, this is important in Avedis Hashem that uh, we have uh, two ways of uh, sort of trying to connect Hashem. We have through our mind and through our heart, although it says that we can never reach Hashem uh, through, our, through our mind, through understanding, like it says, that no one can really grasp Hashem intellectually, but still we could do our best to understand and to reflect and to uh, think about uh, Hashem and make that our reality through reflecting on on the fact that Hashem Hashem's uh, uh, being and light is uh, infinite, and that all of creations come from out of Hashem, the utterance of Hashem, right out of Hashem speaking. That we that's why we all exist. And all of that is just is is like nothing compared to Hashem. All of creation is uh, like a less than like one word compared to a person's whole being. Now, when a person thinks about this, that that everything is from Hashem and part of Hashem, but it's also nothing compared to Hashem. So then, he will awaken a yearning like fire, a passionate yearning that he wants to come close and wants to drop everything and just become one with Hashem. On the other hand, water flows in 
flows from up down. Fire is always trying to go up. Water falls down. And the difference is that the fire is like that rotsy, that yearning to go beyond the world, whereas water is saying, what can we do in this world? And uh, that that uh, that is a turn mitzvahs, which uh, allow ourselves to be uh, illuminant, allow, allow ourselves to uh, be in a state of light, even while we're down here in this world. Now, water and fire don't go well together. They're opposites. Water puts out fire, and uh, the when the water cools down, it it uh, calms the uh, thirst and yearning of the fire and says, no, 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 actually, we can accomplish more while we're here. So that is like putting out the fire. And uh, what we need is something to connect the water to the fire so that the fire doesn't get uh, get out of control. But on the other hand, that the water should still, the action and doing what we need to do should still have passion. And what connects them is the conner, the uh, air pipe, and uh, which is related to the lungs. And this is uh, why it says, and we quoted this actually early in Pasha Svayeshev, in uh, terror that knei chachma knei bina, which literally means to acquire chachma and acquire bina, but also this word kanel also is the word for the air pipe, and uh, and therefore this uh, air pipe it allows the uh, the light of uh, terror to link in with the heart as well, and therefore uh, calm it so that it doesn't uh, uh, just explode and burn too much. And this is the job of the Saramashkim, of the butler, is the minister of the drink, which is to bring the wetness, to bring the water, cool water of uh, Taramitzvah to the passionate yearning to get out of here, rise beyond, go back to Hashem. Now, the dream that the butler had showed, uh, showed a vine. And uh, he squeezed from the grapes and gave it, uh, put it in the cup, and then put the cup on, uh, onto Pari's hands. So what is this uh, vine? The vine represents the Knesset Yisrael, the Jewish collective, the source of all our neshamas, our souls, and that each grape is an individual spark of a neshama, of someone's soul, one person's soul. And uh, the the our souls are called grapes because they have wine inside them. What is this wine? That it every yid has this inner love uh, within him uh, towards Hashem, and it's something natural in our DNA. Sometimes it might be concealed, but it's there. Just like the wine, that you don't see the wine right away when you look at grapes, but when you squeeze the grapes and you press the grapes, then eventually the wine comes out. And uh, similarly, we have to break through the clipper, break through the external peel, and then our Avam Soteris, our hidden love of Hashem, will come out. Now, the idea of pressing and the idea of squeezing is the idea of a bittle to be humble before others. Not that other people should humble their peers, that they chasvashon to embarrass others or to look down on others, but each person should be humble for himself and like a doorstep. And that removes the uh, orla, the the, uh, skin which covers over the heart, right? There's a mitzvah to remove the orla, the, the skin which covers over the heart. 
and even a person who's been very pure even in their youth, uh, both in, in their mind and, and they've controlled themselves, but still the fact that we enjoy uh, pleasures and we we want extra pleasures, physical pleasures, so that's already some level of arla, of a concealment of skin covering over not and not letting the heart just uh, s- smoothly experience ease into uh, experiencing and and and, rel- and uh, relishing in godliness, and therefore we have to remove that. There shouldn't be a, uh, a cover, not a thick cover, not even a thin membrane. So we have to uh, do do a spiritual milla and a spiritual priya. Priya is taking off the thin membrane, and then we're ready to give the cup before pare. What is pare mean spiritually? So just as Pari physically was very evil, a very difficult clipper, so spiritually his a very it, it represents a very great revelation of Hashem. And the word Pari comes from the word Ispiril, that a full revelation of Hashem. And uh, this happens through the Saramashke and this uh, blend of the uh, with the, the the water of the uh, minister of drink, the butler that uh we have that awakens uh, our our uh, excitement when we're davening uh when we mix the water with the fire and uh this is the uh, cup that he he gives to uh, awaken that love that that we have which is normally beyond us now this is just one type of wine one type of wine is uh, the uh, one where we're just excited and, and rejoicing in Hashem because our inner love has been revealed. But then we have another type of wine. Let's say a person has messed up, he's veered off the path. So now it's more difficult for him to access that love of Hashem that he has inside him. And what should he do? So he might not be able to access the wine, which is uh, the Yain HaMesameh, the wine that with which he rejoices when he uh, when he's able to access it easily, like a tzaddik can do or someone very pious can do. But what he does have access to is the Yain HaMeshaker, the alcoholic wine that, that uh, uh, makes someone drunk spiritually. And what, is that, what does that refer to? So there's a pasuk, which says uh, in uh, in uh, Mishlei that uh, give give a, a alcoholic drink to one who is perishing and wine to those of bitter soul. So it, when a person when a person is having spiritual difficulty, so then he goes to this second type of wine, the Yain Hamashaka, the alcoholic uh, wine. And uh, actually, when before the based in in ancient times would give uh, capital punishments. They would first give the person some uh, alcoholic drink, which would uh, be an, effectively a painkiller. And uh, that way they'd be able to bear the pain of uh, death. Now, spiritually, we, are, we have this idea as well that certain sins are, are damaging to our soul and the the way out is through accepting this is something that the Arizal suggested to uh, accept the uh, Arba misses that whichever uh, death our uh, sin may have uh, warranted for us we're accepting that uh, in a spiritual way 
if a person notices that his heart is blocked and he can't get excited, his heart feels like stone, not, nothing about Hashem and, and uh, misses excite him. So then that's like uh, stones, that's like the uh, uh, st- stoning. Or when a, when a person sees uh, th- uh, that he's got a fiery excitement for uh, other pleasures, then that's like he's got a problem, which is a which is needs a capital spiritually the idea of uh, capital punishment through fire, and uh, this and similarly with the uh, other problems with the the, the uh, sins of uh, youth, uh, with the uh, sexual uh, uh, desires and and uh, results, and each person according to where they are, so. The solution is at least accepting this, realizing that spiritually we have damaged our soul. And therefore, we need this uh, wine, not because everything's all fine and dandy, but in order to uh, repair ourselves. Now, it says in Zayar that uh, someone who is truly righteous should uh, look at himself each uh, look at himself each day as if he is about to depart from the world. The question is, if someone's righteous, why should they think that way? And if they want to motivate themselves to do a mitzvah, can't they motivate themselves with a higher way, a more sublime spiritual way? Why thinking about death? The idea is that even a perfect tzaddik, when he moves between spiritual states, between different worlds, so he needs to immerse himself in the spiritual river, Nahar Dinar, we spoke about it in the previous Maimar and Vayeshev. And this, the idea of this uh, immersion is to forget about everything that was important to him before and his whole perspective before, because now he's rising to a totally higher perspective. And we can't go to a new place without forgetting and giving up on our old place. And every time the tzaddik rises, he again has to immerse himself in the Naradinur. So when, a, when a, we got, got experiencing Ganeiden, he should know that it's only a ray of Hashem and and if even for a ray of Hashem, it's not Hashem's very essence, it's a ray. Still, in order to get a high-level ray, he has to forget about uh, what came before. So certainly with Torah and with davening, that that's actually connecting to Hashem himself. It's not just a ray of Hashem, but we're actually doing what Hashem wants. So certainly we need this to, to forget about our previous excitement and just have a whole new perspective and new, new interests and desires. And that's the idea of uh, of remembering uh, of thinking that his uh, his th- that he could pass away today. What does it mean that he's a totally new person uh, each day and forget about his excitement that he's had so far with worldly affairs and totally focus? What am I interested in? What's my cares? It's in Tehran's filler. Now. We said also in, in the previous Mimer and Vayesh in then then the. Uh, Last Maimon in Vayeshev about how Nahar Dinner at its basic level is made from the sweat of the angels. So, what does this mean? It means that it's a, it, we, we already said there that it's the idea of Kabura, of a severity 
feeling low, feeling apart, that a person should uh, feel the bit and cry out Hashem, I'm distant, I'm in distress, until he totally uh, moves his perspective that what was his importance in him and what really uh, kept him, stayed in his mind with all physical pleasures and desires now that that becomes uh, unimportant to him. And that's the idea of getting spiritually drunk, that what was in his mind until now is no longer there, it's no longer important, he's in a totally different state. And then he's able to dive in and he's able to say, Baruch Atah, to say to Hashem, blessed are you, that you're actually talking face to face with Hashem. And uh, because this bitterness on the fact that uh, Hashem is right now concealed from him, uh, because if Hashem was revealed to him, then he would never sin. Like Rabbi Yechon said to his students, that may you have as much fear of Hashem as you do of people, because we don't do something wrong in front of others. So therefore, he he feels bit he feels distressed that Hashem was was uh, hidden from him, and when he returns to Hashem, then he's able to daven and he's, he's able to say to Hashem, "You address Hashem directly." And uh, all he wants is yes, yes, he may be far, but he still he wants to come close. Now, in order to get here. In order to make wine, it first needs to be squeezed and pressed, and that is making oneself small and and thinking and considering what his thought, speech, and action has been involved in in the past, and that itself will make him feel small and humble. Next paragraph, Achaid. But there's another point here with both types of wine the Pasuk says at the beginning of creation that Hashem saw uh, that uh, the light, that it was good. And the uh, Medrash says, what does it mean it was good? The light was good to conceal. In other words, it was too much for the world. It was this, the original light at the beginning of creation was almost immediately concealed. Now there's a Pasuk in Shir Hashirim which says that I, uh, back, back, uh, back, that I just passed them when I found who my soul loves. I've held on to him and I will not let him go. I shall base in me until I take him to my mother's house, and to the chamber of who, who conceived me. So this is uh, in Shirashirim and talking about uh, that. Uh, that uh, someone looking for their lover, the one that they love and they're searching and, and originally don't find, but then find and bring them uh, uh, home and won't let, go, won't, won't let go of him. So what does it mean spiritually? So we've got two places where uh, the uh, where the uh, speaker in, in this parish wants to bring a lover. We've got to, uh, to her mother's house and to the, Room of the one who conceived her. So base in me refers to Torah Shibachsa. The uh, room of the one who conceived her refers to Torah Shibachpeh, the oral Torah. And through Torah, both the written Torah and the oral Torah, that's how we bring, we reveal godliness, um, which is the idea of Kais Pari, the cup of Pari. Like we said, that Pari comes from the word Ispariel, the revelation of Hashem. And then we've, we've got a cup that can hold the wine. 
but uh, without Bittle, then the cup won't hold anything, then it won't stay. We have to, and now the person also has to remember that if you want to have a relationship with Hashem, it can't be about yourself. It has to be to give Hashem nachas that, uh, and to uh, establish a dwelling for Hashem within this world. So that when we learn Torah and when we daven and do mitzvahs and all the spiritual pursuits that Hashem has instructed us, they're all not about us feeling fulfilled and us feeling good or reaching a high spiritual state. They're about giving Hashem nachas. And this is the, this is why this is we started with this uh, point that the end of Ayeshev says that the uh, butler didn't remember Yosef and forgot him. And then the next parasha immediately starts when he indicates it was at the end. What is the idea of Yosef? Yosef is the idea of adding. Yosef means to add, to add pleasure for Hashem. But because the Saramashkin wasn't thinking about Yosef, he wasn't thinking about adding pleasure to Hashem, that the mitzvahs are all for Hashem. So therefore, it, something went wrong, that it, it ended two years of days, meaning what is this two years? It refers to Torah that was 2,000 years before uh uh, before creation, and and uh, so the, this was a problem that we forgot about. Yosef forgot about just giving Hashem pleasure. Now we've got, as we mentioned before, we've got the two parts of Torah. The written Torah is connected to Chachma, which is just the ideas in short, the flash of the idea. Whereas the oral Torah, which is in more detail, is Bina and more developed, and from the one below, so that's Bina which is a developed and detailed understanding. And, but if he learns for his own sake, then he doesn't mind with, then uh, he doesn't mind, oh, he doesn't, not having full revelation of Hashem and a little bit of uh, a peak of Hashem in davening is, is enough. But what ends up happening is that when someone has the wrong intention, that it's for their own spiritual fulfillment, not for Hashem, for, for giving Hashem nachas to do what Hashem wants, then eventually what happens is that that, that dies down as well. And the person's left without even the spiritual, spiritual fulfillment. And that's the idea of parei chaylein, that parei, which is refers to revelation of godliness, uh, is it's dreaming that that we soon realize that our spiritual highs are just imagination then they're, they're not real they're not solid and then it continues that he uh he in the dream that it talks that he saw there were seven uh, nice big fat cows and then after immediately afterwards there were seven thin cows that ate up the fat cows and and the fat cows weren't even noticed that uh, the mid the seven cows refer to the middest, and they start off quite healthy and 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 strong, well developed, but very soon become scrawny and skinny. That's like when someone davened with passion, and it was a powerful davening. But then afterwards, it just disappears. It's as if it never happened. It doesn't continue to affect him. On the other hand, when someone davens in a way of Yosef that is trying to add pleasure for Hashem, where it's not for his spiritual high, his own spiritual highs, then at, when he wants to uh, cr- uh, to help create an abode for Hashem to rest and a derivative for Hashem, so then it's not about revealing 
and feeling his own mitters and therefore he doesn't get stuck in the seven cows that for a time his mitters are developed and expressed and then they they close and fall up and uh, then he just has good within him. This concludes the first mime of Mikates, but now there's the second side of Dachlamad Aleph. We'll say now. The Pasuk says, this is a new mime. Pasuk says, that at the end of two years, uh, Pari dreamed he was standing by the river. So there's a, to understand this Pasuk, we'll first quote a Pasuk in Rus. It says in, in Megillus Rus that the Minig was, the custom was that they would, in order to make an acquisition, they would take off uh, their shoe and use that as a kinyan, as a form of acquisition, lifting the shoe. But either way, it says there, Zois Lipnimbi Israel. This was the ancient custom among Israel. Zois refers to Torah and Lipnim, which we translated as originally in ancient times, that was the custom in Israel. It, lifnim, what it really means is, Lifnim means. Pnimius, the inner part. Every Jewish soul has Pnimius and Chetonius, the inner part and the external part. And the same thing with Torah, and, and actually the same thing even with Hashem, so the, uh, the uh, Hashem himself and then the Hashem as he is revealed. Now, what is revealed is always the more external part. What everyone knows about me is not the deepest, the deepest, tender-sensitive aspects that are within. And the same thing with Torah, the the more well-known parts, the easily relatable parts, halacha. And then you have the deeper parts, panimisatar, and the same thing with Hashem. You've got Hashem as a creator, which is an external part, and then the inner part. So now, like we said in the previous moment, that para spiritually is the idea of revelation of uh, Hashem's light, and uh, just like Pari physically was totally oblivious to Hashem, he says, Hashem, I don't know about Hashem. So it's a deep uh, level of imp- impurity. So, and forget forgetfulness of what really matters. And this comes from a, a st- the, w- the state where godliness is revealed. Why? Because it's not the essence of godliness. It's not the primus. It's the revelation. Revelation is always less than the full picture, and therefore eventually it evolves until Pari doesn't even know about Hashem. Whereas something concealed, that's where you have more blessing. Now, you can only reveal something that was previously covered. There's a pasuk that in uh, which is in, quoted also in the Maimer about Bris Miller that says me that who will ascend to the heaven and these four words are Rashi Tevis they're an acronym for Miller whereas the last letter of each word is the acronym for Yukevav Kefashem's name so now. So we we need to have a we we need to have a uh, spiritual miller spiritual circumcision to remove the cover in order to be able to relate to godliness because normally uh, our sins block and therefore we're not able to relate we 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 feel like we've got our, our heart is blocked but once we cut off the we remove the covers both the thicker cover and the 
thinner membrane spiritually that uh, remove that membrane of, uh, of being sunken into physical pleasures even if they're allowed so then then we're able to uh, uh, take in a revelation of Hashem and the, the solution is uh, to, to, to be able to take in a revelation of Hashem. It's like it says at the beginning of Yecheskel that he had this vision of Hashem and then Yecheskel had the, the vision of the Rekava. But it says right at the beginning that there was Ke'en Chashmal. Chashmal, in modern Hebrew, we use that word about electricity. Chashmal is some sort of, right, it's, 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 it's part of his vision, a spiritual idea. And it's explained sometimes in Hasidus, this idea of Chash, it means to be quiet, and, and uh, that's the idea of uh, humility, bittle, that allows us to take in uh, take in revelation of Hashem. And this is actually, it's interesting that the word pare, which uh, means, we said pare means revelation in its spiritual form, is the same letters as the word, if you flip around the letters, ha'afar, the dust, that through being humble and being right in the dust, like we say at the end of Shemayin Esrei, that v'nashi, that our soul should be like uh, dust before everyone. And that's how, we're able, that's how we're able to have a revelation of Hashem and be able to take that in. The Pasuk says about a woman who's a Satan, it says, Aparas, Reisha Isha, that you remove the cover of her hair, you reveal her hair, and this para, like we said, it, it means revelation. We're revealing her hair, but an isha also refers to that the it says in Eshesha Isha Yeres Hashem that a woman who is God fearing and has has that has a uh, treasury of Yerushalayim within her, and it and it's able to be revealed through that bittel. That rips off any cover. Uh, which uh, is uh, the cover is not normally uh, brought about by ego and haughtiness, and and now we're able to have gilui revelation of Hashem. When a person goes through difficulty, he can think about this too. That really Hashem rewards us for our mitzvah so much, and even if we do just a, a one mitzvah, that would already be enough to have all good for it throughout our entire life and the life of our descendants. Like we see with Nebuchadnezzar, he took three steps in honor of Hashem and he had three generations in his family who were the, the kings. So certainly every year it has a, a lot of reason for reward and for everything to be well for them, amen. So why is it sometimes a person is going through a difficulty, you can think, you know what, this difficulty is in order to make me humble. And uh, and therefore able to take in to relate to uh, to, to spirituality and to uh, Hashem. Now it says it says that Tova Tova Maris Echad that that you know that, that it's sometimes good. Uh, to have uh, a uh, negative that when a person uh, person uh, sees that negative things are happening to him, then uh, it, it can it can make him uh, humble and to be able to reveal uh, to have this revelation of Hashem, this pari which comes out of the same letters offer offer dust. Now, 
in Torah, you have different parts. You have the words themselves, which are the most obvious, but then you have other parts. You have the nekudos, the which are the vows. Then even deeper, you have the uh, the uh, uh, t- sorry. You have first of all the uh, letters. Then you have the crowns above the letters. You have the nekudos, the vows, and then you have the tagin, the the melody with which we read Torah. Now this melody or song. Uh, relates to the pasuk that David said when describing Torah. He said, "It's a pasuk in Tehillim that uh, in Kufiyotes that uh, the Torah is like songs in the place of my dwelling." So, what did David mean when he called Torah songs? And furthermore, why was he punished? The Gemara says he was punished for calling Torah songs. Why was he punished? So. We'll understand this through another Gemara. It's, the Gemara says that when we're, we're having difficulty uh, that and we have uh, enemies disturbing, so hash game, get up early, straight to the base medrash, and uh, stay late in the base medrash, in the place of learning, and then your difficulties, once difficulties, enemies will just dis- dissipate by themselves. So... There's a pasuk in Tehillim that will help us with uh, understanding uh, about the meaning of uh, t- David calling Torah songs. The pasuk says, That uh, you've uh, done so much Hashem, your wonders and your, uh, your, your thoughts to us, there's uh, not uh, there's nothing uh, no one compared who can, can be compared to you. I'll speak of you and tell of you, but there's I'm never going to finish. There's too much to tell. So now, what does this possibly mean? This is the next paragraph of of Birakasov. So what does the possible mean, Rabbis Osisa, that you've done so much? Meaning that there's so within creation, as we've discussed, each world there's more, there's more and more multi- multiplicity, and uh, there's there's a there's so many great creations, but then brought all the way down into the physical, and like the pasuk says that I'll I'll never finish telling of everything that it, that uh, crea- creation that you made. All Hashem made all the way until I see unto this physical world, and uh, we because it's a world which is separated and where Hashem's presence is concealed, so people might not even realize how everything is from Hashem and everything's based on Hashem's desire. So why did Hashem do that? Why did Hashem create such a apparent uh, gap? So this is all in order that we should be able to relate to Hashem in a personal one, that it shouldn't be too much for us, that uh, the Torah, Torah comes from Chochmah, but really it is Hashem's will, which is one with Hashem. So it's really something which is totally beyond us that we can really have no grasp of, and that's what it means in, in the Pasuk Niflo Secha, your wonders. Your wonders is some, is what, what is only in Hashem. Something that we can't understand at all, and and then Torah becomes machshvei secha. It goes and it, it it 
descends into Chachma, into, into Hashem's wisdom. And really, we, we should not be able to relate, uh, relate to it at all. It's beyond us. But then there's this evolution from level to level, uh, slowly descending to become more uh, closer to our experience until Torah down here that we're able to understand. Or now, although there's so many different levels and so many different creations, really all of them, even the highest, is nothing compared to Hashem. They're all rays of Hashem. They're all uh, like from Hashem's light, but not nothing compared to Hashem himself. And that's why it says it says about all creation that everything is nothing before Hashem. But still, that the that we do have this uh, evolution of all the different levels. And, and so many different levels in order to uh, have be able to have a uh, personal relationship with Hashem, that the, though Hashem is beyond, we have a shalshlus in order to allow connection and fusing back. Okay, we're going to, tomorrow, we're going to explain, we're going to fit, uh, go further in this moment, exp- uh, link it back to, uh, back to uh, uh, Pari, and uh, uh, back to uh, the uh, David, David calling to her songs as well. All the best.